Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. Can I just say, how awesome was that game as well? I was running around everywhere. I've lost my breath a lot and I'm kind of out of breath and dehydration is about to kick in, so I might just grab a sip of water. But I'm so glad to be back. Um, I've been going to Camp No Fear for about three years now and this one coming up is going to be my fourth and I am so excited and I can't wait. I actually first heard about Camp No Fear through my sisters. Um, they went when they were um, in year, going into year seven and I'm a couple of years younger than them. I was about 10, 11 years old and I couldn't go but when they came home from camp they could not stop talking about how good it was. They were, oh, it was amazing. There was muddy games. There was soapy games. There was games in the middle of a lake. There was games where we had to figure out how to get out of the room and just games all over the place and crazy. And as an 11, 10-year-old kid, it sounded incredible and nothing sounded better. And I could not wait to go along to Camp No Fear and experience what they were talking about. But because I was 10, 11, I was just a little bit young. So I waited a couple of years till I was of eligible age but when I got to that age when I was going in... <laughs> but when I did get old enough, um, I kind of lost interest in going. I was like, oh, I think I told my dad when he asked me if I wanted to go. I was like, Dad, now, why would I want to go on a camp on my holidays that I've earned when I could stay home and play some FIFA? Honestly. I, <laughs> I genuinely think that was the excuse he tol- I told him, and it was it's just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, the first time I actually did go to camp was 2016 camp. And my dad, he actually signed me up for that without asking. And when he, when he told me I was going, I was like, are you, are you kidding me? You didn't even ask. Like, I was proper filthy with him. I didn't talk to him all day. But then he cooked up a steak for dinner and I was, we were all good and I was happy to go. <laughs> but looking back at it retrospectively, I am so, so glad that he signed me up to go to camp because it was the best, honestly, the best fun I have had in a long, long while. Like, I've had some good laughs with good mates playing footy, playing soccer, just at school, but Camp No Fear was and is still the real deal. With real people... With real people, it's real fun, real experience, real, real life. You get to talk with everybody and get to know each other, and it was the most real thing I had done up in that point in my life. Um, But last year, in fact, um, was my favourite camp because the games were muddier. There was a game called Muddy Mattress, if you guys are out. There was was a big pit of mud with, I think, one mattress in the middle of it. (laughs) And when the whistle went, the fourth teams had to dive onto that mattress and try and get it back to our team's corner and it did not go anywhere. There's about 20 people jumped onto one mattress and it was just a lot of fun because we were in mud and I think at one point all the boys just stood up and started singing Amazing Grace for no reason. (laughs) But it it was just so much fun. But last year's camp wasn't my favourite just because of the people um, and the games that were played. I mean, that were fantastic and they contribute to it but it was because of the feeling and just the genuine experience of camp because when you walk through those gates on the first day of camp, everyone is already going crazy. There are people playing basketball, there's cricket, there's gridiron, there's people are kicking the footy, people are already talking who don't know each other and they're already starting to build connection and relationship. And Dale is already spraying sunscreen all over everybody. (laughs) 
I mean, if in the first five minutes you've gonna have sunscreen sprayed on you at some point, it's just a camp tradition at this point. But that's only been the first 20 minutes of the camp. And I can tell you that the whole time, that adrenaline, that rush, and that excitement does not die down at all. However, if you are a first-time camper and you don't, you don't really know a lot of people, um, you, you are a little bit nervous, just as I was. But I can tell you, but by the end of the first night, those nerves and those, that angst is starting to come overwhelmed with joy and happiness because you are already starting to connect with your cabin mates and getting to know people and building a relationship and friendship with your cabin leaders. Um, and again, those negative emotions are suddenly becoming overwhelmed by positive feelings. Um, and I believe that this is sort of a first step, a first little scratch of what it is to potentially following in a life of Jesus Christ. He, um, when you're with him, he slowly but surely overcomes all of your negative emotions, all your bad habits with joyful and happiness things. I mean, it's a process, but it's a process that is 100% worth it. And like you can see it, it's pure evidence when you come back from camp and there's kids who go over to their parents and they're like, Mum, oh my gosh, it was the best. Oh, I had, there was this game, there was like a mattress in the middle of a mud pit and I ruined like 15 shirts, that's like $100, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But like it was the best and I've got like 100 million new friends and oh my gosh, I want to go every single day. But where at the start, they didn't want to leave their parents' sides. They were, they were anxious, they were like, oh, I don't really know these people. What if I don't like it? What if it's bad? But for me to see, I've witnessed this, for me to see that change was incredible. And I thought about it. I was like, it's only been four days. We've only been away for four days. And four days in the perspective of a year where it's 365 days, Jesus only needed four days to change that, pe- that person's whole holidays, whole term, whole year, and potentially whole life. Now... For me, that's probably one of the main reasons why I follow Jesus. Like my faith is a cluster of like a whole lot of things, but that's something that carries a lot of weight. And because it's his ability that he can change people from the better, from down here where it's kind of like, yeah, I'm just living out life, to bringing you up here where you're really living out life. Um, and I love it. Um, now, I say Jesus is at camp. But what I don't mean is there's a guy in sandals and robes with a blue sash walking around the camp, <laughs> no fear, place, um, just there. Like, as awesome as that would be, Jesus walking around, it's just not going to happen. But he is there. And if you are open to hearing that and experiencing his love and his joy, um, you will feel it if you really want to feel it. And at camp and as, at youth as well, um, I know it has impacted me in the way I learned how to hear from Jesus and God when he's trying to change me or he's trying to put me on the correct path. It's through leaders having just a genuine chat to me or through people having a good talk to me, having a lot of fun, or even through me when I'm starting to talk to someone I've never seen before, but I'm genuinely interested and starting to invest in them. And that's, that's for me when Jesus shows up, is when I'm now connecting with someone I've never really known. And let me, let me tell you a quick story. The, um, the other day, um, I was waiting for my sister to pick me up from school, and it was cold and it was raining, and I was, I was standing there and I had my music in. You know, life was pretty good for the music, bad for the rain. But when it was raining, so my patience was running pretty low, and my sister was only about, what, 10, 15 minutes away, but those 10, 15 minutes felt like 10 years. It was just the worst. And when I saw... 
I saw a couple of cars drive past that looked like my sister's car, and I was like, oh, awesome, she's here. Oh, wait, no, she's gone. Oh, she's here again. Oh, no, she's gone again. Um, but I, I thought no one was ever going to pick me up at this point. I was like, oh, well, no one's coming to pick me up. I'm going to have to live at school. Uh, well, I, went, I went to the dam, and I fished out a fish. I, I, I got two sticks and set up a blazer. That was going to be my home forever. But <laughs> a few minutes passed, passed by, and I look up, and I see this blue Honda Civic pulled up in a car park, and I'm like, how did she get there? I did not see her come up, and I should have, because there was no cars um, blocking my view towards her. And I knew she was going to turn up, but I, I just didn't see her, and I was like, oh, cool, there you are, and go home. But <laughs> the way I kind of like to link this story is how my sister was reliable, because she said she can come about and pick me up, but also that Jesus is ever, ever reliable. He will always show up to drive you home when you're waiting in the rain. It says in Romans 4.21, and, and being fully assured that what, will come, that what God has promised, he will be able to perform. So what he has promised you to do, as long as it may seem and as cold as you may get in the rain, he's always going to be able to do what he promised in the right time. Um, you also may see him coming, um, but you may lose faith that he's getting there, just as I was with my sister. But then 2 Timothy 2.13 explains that if we are faithless, he is faithful because God cannot deny himself, which is just, I find incredible because he's never, ever going to fail. You also may see certain people uh, drive past that you think are Jesus' people, just as I thought my sister's car was coming, um, but they're not. And you're, again, losing faith that he's going to come. But it is also likely you won't see him coming. And you will only notice he's coming when he's actually arrived. And often it's ways you can never, ever expect. It's you're walking around and you see a bus drive past and it's got the words, exactly what you needed to hear. That happened to me one time. <laughs> but tonight, if, uh, if you were thinking you want to experience just a little bit of God or just a little bit of camp, I strongly encourage, in, in fact, I urge you guys to come to camp and just to get a taster of what God can do to your life. And even if you can't come to camp for various reasons, you can come to youth. And even if you come every second Friday or every month, if you can't get there quite often, you will slowly see God starting to change your life for the better, just as he has promised. And again, it's in ways you can never expect. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. I hope to see all you guys at camp. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.